Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Leaving bad relationships can be hard, but they can also prove essential. Instead of getting into a failed relationship after a failed relationship, going around the same mountain and making the same mistakes, how about you learn from your bad relationships? A failed relationship that has ended does not seem so bad when you actually learn something from it. This is why in this post, I'm going to give you five lessons learned from a failed relationships. If you have had them, then you know that you did not suffer in vain and that all of your relationships were for a reason, even if it didn't work out. Also, be sure to check out my video below to see more lessons that you can learn from failed relationships. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by also clicking the link down below. Whenever something crazy happens to me in my life or even in relationships, I always try to find the silver lining. Sometimes there were red flags that were missed. Sometimes I should have not even given that man a time of day. Sometimes it was something that I was doing. And just learning these lessons keeps me from getting into the same type of bad situation again which is a good thing. That is what I like to call growth. Therefore, it is best to learn from each relationship as opposed to jumping into a new relationship, making the same mistakes over and over again, and then wondering why your relationships keep going down the same path of failure and disappointment. It doesn't have to be that way. And so here we are. The first lesson you can learn from failed relationships is how to date. With every date that I have been on, good and bad, I have taken something away from it. And I can honestly say that I prefer good dates. An example of a good date would be a man bringing me flowers, taking me to a restaurant that I enjoy, good conversation, and paying for the date. A bad date consists of men who have just tried to get me drunk and to a hotel to soak me in their hot tub. Legit, that was a true story. Another true story was that one guy I was dating kept forgetting his wallet, leaving me to pay for the expensive bill. I think sometimes as women, we just accept anything on a date because at least a man is taking us on a date and we feed into this mentality that if we ask for a man to buy us flowers, pay for our meal, or even open up our door, that these beliefs are outdated. Everyone can have their own opinion about dating, but I would much rather adapt the old school dating strategies, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read, than a new school one. With all of my failed dates, I have learned that I must rather go for the men who are really wanting to date me and place a high expectation on themselves. I have learned that through a few Netflix and chill dates, which I have a separate blog post on, and you can click the link down below to read. That is very lazy, and I have learned that I would much rather have a good date than just any old date. What can I say about my failed dating experiences was that I would rather have stayed home than suffer through another bad date. Most importantly, I have learned how to weed out men as early as the first date because who has time to waste, right? That way, I waste less time on people who are not a good fit by spotting them early on, which I talk about in my video below on how to weed out men on the first date. The second lesson to learn from leaving bad relationships is not everything is glitters is gold. I can recall going out on a few dates with a fellow PhD student. He had a good job, two houses, a nice car, and he was a total jerk. I literally felt like I was being molested on the date. But a mistake that women make is because a man looks good on paper is that he must somehow be the man for you. This is not true. On this date, this guy kept bragging about what he had, but the date was a hot mess. Remember the guy who tried to get me drunk into a hot tub in a hotel room? Yeah, that was the guy. Through this epic fail, I learned that I must not be blinded by education, money, or material things. 
These things don't make a relationship. The people make the relationship. And if a man is willing to disrespect you and feels that because he has money, cars, and houses that this gives him the rights to treat you like a sex slave, then dump him. What I have learned from this failed relationship is not everything that glitters is gold. Just because a man appears to be a good man on paper does not mean that they're a good man in real life, let alone a good man for you. Also have a video on the type of men who look good on paper, but they're not a good man for you. You can watch that video down below. The third lesson is that I learned to be a lot pickier. There was a time that I used to date anybody that would ask me out on a date. It did not matter if they were a loser, had no job, no car, no money, or I wasn't attracted to them. I would just go out on the date to say that I was going somewhere. The result of that was me wasting a whole lot of time with people who were not worth my time. Now, instead of going out on dates with everyone, I go out on dates with people that I'm really interested in. I've also learned to do the weeding out at the beginning instead of just agreeing to go out with someone and then finding out that they're a drug dealer and have 12 kids after date number four. I really try to get to know them through talking on the phone before agreeing to the date. Go back to lesson number one. I would much rather have a good date than a whole bunch of bad ones. The fourth lessons from leaving a bad relationship. I learned to be alone. One of the best lessons I have learned from leaving bad relationships is how to be alone in a healthy way. As you can see from the above tips, what I learned is that all of my failed relationships is that I actually started having higher standards for myself. The downside to that is that there are fewer relationships and fewer going out on dates with higher standards. I used to be a serial dater, dating many men at once. I would have multiple dates set up in one date if need be. The reason for all of this was because I was afraid to be alone. I was afraid to be alone with my own thoughts because doing so would actually make me reflect on what I was doing with my life. And as a result, I would put myself through a string of bad dates, being involved with a string of bad men, sometimes for years at a time. What I learned was that being alone is one of the healthiest things that you can do, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. But at the time, I didn't see it like that. Instead, I would just fill my time up with a bunch of useless men and bad relationships to the point that it just drove me crazy. So I learned to value my time, who I spend my time with, and the side effect of that was that I learned to be alone, and I learned to like being alone, and I learned that I'm really good company. The last lesson from leaving bad relationships, I learned who I was. It's hard to think about these things if there is always some man around you getting in your ear. It can be hard to think of yourself if a man is always feeding you thoughts and telling you what to think about yourself. When you always have someone around, it is hard to learn who you are. Have you ever seen a woman that changes who she is for a man? If a man does not eat meat, then she does not eat meat. If her man is Jewish, then she converts to being Jewish. If her man thought that there were aliens flying around in the sky, then she started to believe in the paranormal and began to see aliens in the sky as well. When it comes to failed relationships, oftentimes women see that the relationship is failing and instead of letting go, we bend ourselves and become the person that we feel a man wants in order to keep him. When really he is no prize and he does not need to be kept anyway. Before we know it, we have transformed ourselves into something just to please a man instead of letting go. There comes a time in a relationship that you have to stop depending on other people for your identity and to start depending on yourself. I remember I had a past boyfriend who suffered from a serious porn addiction. I will be honest and at first I tried to get into this whole porn thing with him and tried to cater to his needs when it came to watching porn. But literally one day when he came over he did not even say hello. All he did was walk right over to the computer and start watching porn and ask me to sit down with him to watch as well. That is when I had to put my foot down and tell him that I didn't want to sit around and watch porn all day. 
I had to open my eyes and realize that you can't conform to what a man wants you to do or be. I feel that every past relationship that we have prepares us for our ultimate relationship. In each failed relationship, we need to take something and find a way to improve ourselves. There have been times that I have ruined pretty good relationships because of my own securities and I had to learn how to do things differently. And there were times where the man was horrible and I still had to do some self-reflection and figure out why I kept going for these type of men. For every past relationship that you have been in, I want you to think about what you learn and think about if these issues are still holding you back. If you know someone who has had a string of bad relationships, then go ahead and share this post with them. It may encourage them to find their own silver lining. And last but not least, I have a book specifically for single women, Fix It Jesus for Single Women Only, which you can click the link down below to buy.